That's good, man. That's good, bro. Damn it. Love, <laughs> man. Chill. Uh, it's hard. Oh, yeah. You're going to put me on the sauce now. Oh, yeah. What you been up to, man? Man, I don't know where to begin, bro. I just had to get off the phone. <laughs> I just had to get off the phone. With, um, with my significant other, you know, just to have her keep pushing, give her some motivation because she's going to graduate. But it's been a long road coming. It's been, it's been a long road coming for her, so she's just trying to hold on because this semester is really kicking her ass. And the last semester, she's very emotional. I'm trying to hold on, things like that. But, um, oh, yeah. But with me, man, it's, it's been shit. It's been 10 times worse than her. That's what I'm trying to remind her ass, but. <laughs> Cause I ain't got no damn degree. I'm out here already in the real world. You got me, right. Show me, yeah, man. So, so um, I'm just trying to remind her that you know she's blessed at the end of the day, and she's got to push. I got to push her. She's got to be more open with me. I got to be more open with her. We got to help each other out. We ain't come all this way for no damn reason, but um, oh yeah. For me personally, though, for me personally, man, it's just it's been a hell of a it's been a hell of a ride since beginning of this year all the way to me going to Dallas, meeting you, meeting others, and then me being back in Florida. It shit still don't stop, man. Just um, man. shit still yeah. don't stop, man. Just gotta keep going. It's all we can do, bro. And speaking of uh, me, me in Dallas, I want to let the listeners know this. So uh, basically. Tell them how we met, where we met, how we oh, clicked yeah, shit man. off. Like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I, I, I'm treating this like it's a regular phone call. I forgot we got a hot Hell, yeah. <laughs> well, so um, no, man. Um, nah, man, shit. Um, me being B-Swan and me trying to venture out for other places to know my name and what I represent, what I do. I got to get out, so I got out the house, man, packed my bags, and shipped my ass to yeah. Dallas for the summertime, and uh, one of the things I kept noticing as I kept pulling up to the Green Elephant, which is the open mic place that everybody competes at and just competes against herself, competes against others to get everybody better, uh, one of the things I kept noticing is I kept seeing this one individual who was posted up at the door, first one in line, consistently every motherfucking week. <laughs> This nigga Wolf, because I be on the same damn shit. I treat this shit like a business, like it's a business office. I pull up Hell and the first yeah. one's ready to go. Hell yeah. And, we was in Still faces. Hey, we hit a job to do, man. I pull up 45 minutes early thinking I'm going to be the first one. <laughs> I keep noticing this nigga consistently keep beating me there. And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> And that's how I started noticing who he was, because this man was pulling up early before me. I'm pulling up 45 <laughs> minutes early. He pulling up an hour probably some change early. So that's yeah. how I started noticing Wolf. He just posted up ready to go. And um yeah. I think we ended up meeting, we ended up just talking at the bar once I got a drink. We started chatting it up and uh-huh. making sure we was killing it on stage consistently together. And everybody else started joining on with that shit too. Hell yeah. And it's just everybody, we all started catching the vibe. Those times, those times, those, those times, those moments were um, were epic moments that we I feel like we all capitalized on, especially me and you. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Because we, we, one thing I think we can agree on 
that we took upon ourselves to do it that that helped it out is what we we personally both noticed that people were scared to go first. Yeah. Or at least the dope ass people that knew they had heat were scared to go first to get this bitch jumping. It took so long for stuff things to get jumping because everybody who had who was the top talent wanted to sign like in the middle of the sheet or all yeah. close to the end. Yeah, and they and they forgetting that people are already getting smoked out before we walked in or getting lit or drunk beforehand. So like we might as well kick it off as soon as we walk in here. Why not? And then me and you brought it upon ourselves on that and we started signing up being the first one. I remember you started it off first originally. You went up there and killed it. People feeling it, people going in with you, you going Hell crazy, yeah. you hopping right back off, you dap me up, and I'm right, I'm following right behind you. And then once we did it that first time. We never did it. We never looked back since. We consistently kept doing it first. And that's what oh, had yeah. shit popping off. Hell yeah. That's, yeah. That's what them venues for. I didn't really to impress nobody. It's just, it's a practice, basically. It's like, you know, I'm going to do my shit, see how people fuck with it. Then I'm going to mm-hmm. graduate. Just continue graduating. Mm-hmm. That's all that was. But me and you click, like you said, bro, at the bar. It was like, man, we just we really just two niggas in this bitch. We by ourselves. Like, yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, <laughs> niggas ain't socializing you know? on that bitch, bro. Everybody just got the mean face. I'm just like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, You know, I'm just looking- had to lose. We, we, I, I just one damn. I'm, I ain't gonna sit here and cap. As I'm looking back at it, that's one thing we made an impact on. We did make a transition, that bitch. Hell yeah. We did get people loosened up. We did get people loosened up. We did get people we get we did get the party started right off the bat, being the ones to say, hey, let's let that that was leadership. And that moment I'm catching it. That was leadership for us to step yeah. up and be the ones to start start setting the tone with our music because everybody else was like trying to scope each other out. You know, I mean, we yeah. understand how that game goes. Everybody wanna see who going first and who got the heat, but it's yeah. about having everybody was missing the whole point. I used to say it's about having fun. This is what the venues are about for us Hell to get yeah. lit, you know. So that's what we took upon ourselves to understand that man. We finna get lit. Yeah, bro. And speaking of you being on stage, I want to bring this up. Man. Yeah, I, yeah. I listened to your last tape. See, now I got a beef with Apple because they fucked up. You got <laughs> you got three stars on that bitch on your whole tape, bro. That's yeah, that's yeah. The max stars you can get. First of all, <laughs> congratulations. Like, nigga, that's, that's a Appreciate fucking Appreciate it, bro. That's a fucking feat. But they didn't put a star next to, I get it. Nigga, that's yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I beat that, too. It had, it had, in the beginning, in the beginning, I seen it get a star for, like, less than, like, a day. And, like, it wasn't even a day. I remember because I was seeing, like, oh, shit, it finally got a star. But then, like. Less than like 18 hours later, it was already gone. I've never seen it since. So I was just like, Man. damn, that's all slept on. That's all really slept it on. It is, bro. And I, it's I mean, all right. I got to go hard with promoting it. Honestly, I'm glad you 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 off back before the song was even released. Bro. was already understanding that, bitch. You were so lit. Bro, what the fuck I'm saying? I, I don't know if it's because I experienced it in person. Seeing <laughs> people react to it. But I, I listen to it in my car too. It works the same. Like, yeah. But niggas that no, nah, that bitch should have had two stars next year, bro. Apple yeah, fucking man. up on the analytics. Yeah, I, 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 I still to this day, uh, I'm not done with this whole victim to victim campaign. I went ghost for a while now, but it's like I want to make sure I do finish out the year with like at least like even what I'm doing right here with you. I actually was just talking with somebody like I want to experience my own first time doing a podcast like. Things that I haven't executed off the board yet that's still on the plate 
that oh, I yeah. need to do before the year ends. So like a podcast and like at least a TikTok or a reel, especially those yeah. the reels of me doing the I get it song, just me coming up with a, with a crazy good concept with it before this year ends. Cause I think that does deserve, deserve to capitalize ending the year like that, especially I get it. So I'm glad you somebody yes. that brought the song back up to me. That's the main song I want to do it with. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's the main song that will launch it. Yeah. And the, the beautiful part about being underground, you ain't got no timetable on that shit. Like, mm-hmm. we still, we at our level, everybody didn't hear what we got yet. So we still can mm-hmm. promote as much as we mm-hmm. can. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yep. you still got a lot of time. to you can hire a TikToker or an influencer, let them get that bitch popping. Yeah. Like, it's so many ways to get that shit popping off. Big facts, man. Big facts. Yeah, you still got a lot of time with that song, bro. It deserves it. Like, that, that shit will work. You just got to find where it will work and skyrocket off, man. Appreciate you. That's, that's love, man. I, I definitely, um, because um, I'm going I'm to I'm be the first to say this on your podcast. I I definitely did not stop grinding after I released that tape, bro. I actually got... I, during that time, I, re- I dropped the tape. But August, I was in the middle of recording probably like 25 to 30 to 40 songs. Like, I just went in. Like, yeah, after I left <laughs> Dallas, bro, after I left Dallas, I told myself I was done. But my last two, my last week in Dallas, I caught myself uh, catching the vibe at a hotel and just continuing to keep making songs towards something I, I didn't know where it was leading to. So this whole entire, I'm dropping another tape. I'm dropping another tape that I got under, under my belt, but... It was unintentional as fuck. And and I think that and, and you know, sometimes, really most of the times when when things happen unintentionally, it'd be the best, it'd be the, like the best perfect moment. So like this whole mm-hmm. thing I got, it yeah, it's 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 like that, it's like that unintentionally. It just was something that just I continued to do after my last week in Dallas. I carried that energy back off to Florida with me. I guess I was very still inspired of what I did in Dallas and the people I met, such as you. So I just like was like, man, I'm gonna keep staying in the booth, and I stayed in the booth this day. And it wasn't like I said, it was not playing. Like I'll make a song, I'll make. Matter of fact, I'll start from breaking down from. I'll make a hook, and then from the hook, I would tell myself, all right, that's a great ass hook. Let me just stop right there and not burn myself out. I'll come back in later with a verse, but something will keep telling me, nah, I'll keep going. I'll fuck around, make the whole oh, yeah. song. Day by day, I made a song. Dave, I'm talking about write the song. Uh, rehearse the song, record the song, all in that time span. I was just focused on one song a day, and I took like a whole process of a month and some change, maybe two months really at the most, of just making songs like consistently. And when I did need a break, I'll just take a week off or something and come right back consistently day by day. So, yeah, I got a whole nother project that I'm gonna, a, a surprise project I'm just gonna drop. I'm not gonna let people know when I'm gonna drop it, but I already got the cover for it, all that shit. I'm just gonna drop it, and I hope. I hope this one, this one is like more of a, of a just, it's just me being a rapper. It ain't got no title on it. How like I was being victim to victor and like trying to have that whole, you know, uh, presence behind it. it was like the, yeah. the, the, um, the leadership and things. This one is just me being pure artist. Song after song is just different, genre, not genres, but just different vibes. Yeah. They all correlate the ones, just me going in like, just organically going in, so I hope I hope y'all appreciate it when I do drop it though, because I'm oh, going yeah. through a lot. I'm going through a lot right now, bro. Music the only thing I got right now. I ain't gonna lie to you, boy. Speaking of, bro, I want I wanted to kind of speak on you. Don't have 
you don't have to really expound on it, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask you about. I mean, this current, well, not current, but this last hurricane that hit Florida. Or you you went through that shit. Yeah, yeah, man. That? I, um, yeah, that hit a hit. That hit. That was a big ass curveball, bro. Um, because money, money, niggas don't be having, got to spend because of shit like oh, yeah. that. And um, my car. My car off rip was flooded. I'm talking about flooded in. It got into my car. Um, yeah, so I had to get a bucket. My mops, all that. I had to bucket all the water out. And then obviously the, the floor seats are still soaking wet. I had to get a mop to get what I could out. And then when I got to my job, thankfully, because my job was the only place I had power after the hurricane was all over with. Um, I went to work and told my boss about everything. I mean, obviously, everybody knows everybody's situation. Nobody got power, this and that. But yeah. thankfully, he had a um a water vacuum in the back of the closet that I was able to use, so I didn't have to spend no more money on that or trying to get the detail because I didn't have no money for none of that. Um, yeah. me and my boys, they and uh, where I'm at in particular, Daytona Beach, Florida, it was not supposed to hit us at all. We were supposed to get the edge of it, which means just minor wind and a little bit of rain. That's it. Yeah. But it was supposed to hit the Tampa directly. It ended up curving and not hitting the Tampa directly, but coming to us and hitting us directly. Wow. And that's where the yeah, so that's where the whole city got fucked up because it just was unexpected. And for me and my boys, yeah, we took it light. Like I was the only one that that prepared for it, honestly. We've been saying we was gonna do things, but we didn't do it until I was like, all right, this thing's low-key supposed to be here in the next 24 hours, y'all. So I'm gonna go to the Walmart or the Publix and get whatever water's left, because everybody's already selling out everywhere on gas, water, all this. So I grabbed about four big gallons of water just to keep in the, the fridge for us. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, we was not prepared for shit. So when that shit took our power out, I was assuming that the power was going to be out. Because I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was I was I was hearing so much wind power. I'm like, oh, that bitch here. And then <laughs> I noticed the power was out at nighttime. So I'm like, all right, we, we all sleep anyways. It's cool to power out. It'll most likely be on in the morning after it leaves. Usually hurricanes recently in Florida have just been they've been overnight and then when you wake up in the morning, you'll just see trees everywhere and stuff like that, but you sleep through it basically. But this one, nah bro, this this one was like that. This one carry out from three o'clock at night to all the way to five o'clock in the afternoon the next day. It was a whole entire day process. So yeah, even when we did wake up in the morning time, it still was hundred plus miles per hour wind. We're playing talking about we playing Uno. Monopoly, trying to buy time for it to end. It's, we just looking outside. It's still going in, killing everything. It's way. And then when it finally ended and slowed down around 5 o'clock in the afternoon, that's when you can at least walk outside. We realized we was flooding in at that point. Everybody's car was stuck. Um, our parking lots were flooded, like literally flooded. Trees everywhere. So everybody looking around, can we able to step outside? But we just turning back around because we ain't finna go nowhere. So we go inside, come back out when everything leaves. Now it's starting to sink. This is the part that sinks in that we truly are stuck with no power. The sun is back out. It's getting hot. Our refrigerators are thawing out the food. That's when, you know, survival mode kicks in for everybody. I'm talking about I would walk outside to buy time. I remember I seen a woman start yelling at her kids saying, would you like to eat now or you want to eat later? Because we have no power, you gotta save what we can. Do you want to eat? And he was just like, "I'll eat later." And I'm just, I'm just like, "Damn, this shit real out here." Like, That's yeah, it's bad. it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. My car was on the other side, flooded in. I was the other side of the parking lot for a day. I couldn't even get to it for a day because the water was so deep. I had to wait for the water at least evaporate a little bit 
it was waist deep. At least it went down to knee deep when I was able to walk through it. So I still had to like, I grabbed me a big stick because you don't know what's in the water. Hell so yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not poking the stick down in front of me as I'm walking, feeling like I'm damn uh, man versus wild. <laughs> feeling like I'm hell. And I'm just cutting through, making sure no snakes or nothing touch me and all that. So I get in my car. And you know, my car was the water was all the way up to to my to my tires. So I'm like, uh, I, that's bad, but I pray it hasn't gotten in my car. I looked in my car, I mean my shit was flooded in. So that's what I was like, yeah, I'm I'm blowed, I'm gassed out, blowed. So I just drove it to the other side where it's more shallow, bucket it all out, uh, open all my windows, my ceiling, my roof ceiling, use the sun, you know, utilize the sun to help do what it can. Uh, and then once I was able to at least sit down in my car, I put some towels down and I had to get to work because I, you know, I got oh, to yeah. work. So I had to get to work. I got to work. That's when everything kicked off. My, my boss gave me the, the water vacuum. Thank God. Helped me out a lot. And uh, from there, from that, for the next two days, we still didn't have power. So I, I'm going to work because that's the best thing for me. I got power. So I'm able to charge my phone, all this and that. So remember when I get back to the crib, um, we were able to, you know, I was at least the one that able to, Yo, I got char, I got juice for us. If anybody need to charge their phones, things like that. But yeah, it was a real survivor moment, bro. I haven't been through something like that um, since I was a kid. And it really made me salute my family back when I was a young in my um, like Hurricane Katrina and stuff like that. Because I remember my Speaking grandma, her, man, she man. would cook so much food for us and light candles. And I was reminiscing off of those moments. Yeah, bro. It's a perfect transition. But speaking of, I was going to. Um... Say, I was gonna ask if you've been through past hurricane experience because me, a nigga from New Orleans, I'm only in Texas because of Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. So my, me and my family are victims of Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. and everything you just explained—that that's what that's the exact shit I went through as a kid, like moving to Texas. Like mm-hmm. them hurricanes don't play in Louisiana and Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think because I mean not to get all economic and scientific with it but obviously because louisiana and florida we can't we can't we both those two states you can't dig too deep in the ground because you'll hit water you know what i mean like yeah especially in louisiana it's worse in louisiana like you know cemeteries in louisiana y'all got actual boxes and coffins above ground for them to be buried because you can't dig too deep or you hit yeah. or you just hit sea level the same thing with florida so it's like yeah. i think it's those two states get it worse because we we already live in water you know yeah. what I mean? So it's adding well, on adding on to that just makes it worse for people to adjust to because we ain't supposed to be swimming <laughs> in our in our living room. Like <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> I remember every time a fucking hurricane, even if it was a hurricane warning, I remember my parents going straight to Home Depot buying wood to wood the fucking uh the windows up. And we gotta go to a hotel just in case the house get flooded. Like every hurricane season, right? So that's mm-hmm. the shit. We like southern Louisiana and for the period, got to deal with every year, and people don't realize how like how stressful that shit is. Yeah, man, it's very stressful. It's very stressful, bro. Um, it's it's something, especially me being twenty five now, uh, going through. I haven't been through a hurricane like that in a minute, but it gave me it, it gave me a wake up call. I'm not gonna be BSing out here no more. You best believe you won't be catching me waiting until the last second to prepare to get food, <laughs> oh, water, yeah. all that no more. You best believe that, boy. I'm gonna be stacked up. I, I probably ain't even gonna be here tight shit. Next time I'm gonna make sure my ass get up out of the state. Um, cause yeah, that's more beneficial than anything. Staying here, you staying here at this point, you looking like a, a whole fool, cause 
Sad to say how our, how our governments and shit is nowadays, too. Ain't nobody finna come out here oh, and yeah. help you. At you know, all. You when these natural disasters <laughs> happen, for real. You gotta call them. They not yeah. gonna <laughs> They ain't tripping. <laughs> At all. They be like, oh, that nigga done call? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you fact. Gotta... They is not tripping. <laughs> they is we, not you gotta find about them. At all. You gotta find the FEMA number. You gotta, but you gotta have internet access. Like, yeah, so, right. Like, like, <laughs> It's fucked. You just gotta, you, you gotta you know, be prepared. And also going uh speaking, you saying that, I also add on to that. I did during that experience. I seen so much during that experience, but I also seen a social class thing too. Cause you speaking to people like if you gotta have Wi-Fi or not, man, I'm going to work. And it was like my first week on the job, I at Adidas. I work at Adidas, so you know, we all on 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 uh on staff and on shift right now. We like, you know, it's a hurricane just ended. You know, you got streets flooded. People can't come. Well, we ain't. We like, ain't no, we open. We thankful. We, we finna get some hours, but ain't nobody finna shop. We finna be chilling and catching <laughs> it up. Yeah. You feel me? Just vibing. Ain't nobody finna come out. Uh, I would think the same. I'll tell you, it was old retired people or young, young Caucasian people coming in there just buying it up, chilling like, like everything on them. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. That was the only thing I took from that experience. I'm sitting here thinking, like, I even, I even had a uh, white boy that was working with me. He was sitting there like, now all this shit going on, and, <laughs> and you still got people come here just shopping until they drop it. Like, nothing just went down. Nigga, so he was like, hell no. Hell no. Must be nice, boy. Must be. We know they had. Yeah. That's, what, that's what had him hot, because he was in a worse situation than me, I think. Yeah, because my car was at least able to still crank up. His car wasn't able, when his car got flooded, it wasn't able to crank up. It got flooded in the engine. So he ain't got yeah. no car. He ain't got no power. He ain't got no, he ain't got no money for no food. And then oh, he got these white folks coming in, just buying stuff up. He was hot. <laughs> he was hot. That white boy was hot. He was not cool that shit. <laughs> that shit had me rolling. That shit had me rolling. But it gave me a reality check. Like, yeah, if you, I mean, damn. At the end of the day, boy, you rich, you set. Yeah, uh, yeah, for real. You, you, you like, said. Bro, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like yo, it's all about money, but honestly, that's yeah, what that's it shows. Bro. Real life, bro. <laughs> bro, especially after COVID. Like, yeah. Oh hell yeah, bro. Oh man. man. It's all. I, 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 I had a, I done seen this, especially this last two years, especially with COVID, and then this into this year too. I have seen what matters in life. That's all mm-hmm. I got to say. I definitely, yeah. I definitely seen what matters in life, and I'm not out here chasing shit no more. I live my life to the fullest the way I want to live it. You know, one of the rappers I honestly, truly look up to this point in life, who I, who I, who I say not look up to but admire of a role model who's yeah. older, is a uh, currency man. Currency hey. leads the culture. I think he don't get enough flowers, bro. Currency leaves the culture the way it should be for real, for real, man. That boy admire his business. Open up his businesses, make his music, take care of his kids. He's happy with for what he got. He got a nice home that's in his name. He got these cars that's in his name. He ain't always trying to be on scene. He getting paid for what he love to do. He dropped a song on YouTube right now. He get all royalties. He's known. He working hard. You feel me? Like I look up to shit like that. That's the position Uh, I want myself into because that's what matters. That's what matters nowadays. He he a human being. He not trying to be like nigga. I made a song exactly. with Lil Wayne. Worship me. Exactly. Like, nah, he living his life and doing what he's supposed to do. Exactly, bro. Exactly, bro. And that and that love it, man. 
that yeah, man, and and big ups to you too, though, bro. That that because that reminded me glimpse of you, bro. When I first met you, you told me off road with things that you were just doing it for, man. You you weren't out there, you know. You didn't stay close to uh, Green Elephant, but you weren't. You told me the reason why you was driving out there an hour and a half. You feel me? Like you was not out there oh, BSing. Yeah. One of the things you told me straight it was like one day, one day when this is all said and done for you. You want to be an example of showing your kid what you did, and and hopefully he picks up off of it, you know, or or sets his own way to to see what he can do by taking initiative what he believes in. And when you told me that, bro, I really was inspired by that, bro. I appreciated you saying that. It showed me that, you know, it's big. It gave me another moment of that of that, you know, this is bigger than you moment. You know what I mean? You somebody that's already aware that it was bigger than you. And I, I really appreciate that, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Real they shit, can start bro. crying right now. <laughs> nah, real, real shit, though, bro. Real shit, for real. That's, 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 that's what it's about, man. Like, real shit. That's what me personally, that's what I'm in the midst of. That's what I was grinding for, man. I was grinding to put myself in a situation where I'm established and I can hurry up and have me a family of my own, man. Yes, for real, man. For real, man. It's all about the kids, bro. Like, I'm I'm starting to see it, bro. Through people like you and others, I'm starting to see it, bro. I feel like that's gonna be my peace, man. Like that is gonna I, be my peace when I'm established and have my own kids and my own foundation. And just after yes, that, it's bro. like you set. I promise you, bro. Like I I wouldn't say have a kid now. Like please wait as long as you can. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I can play. No doubt, no doubt. But, I'm taking your words. <laughs> trust me, my nigga. But once you have one. And you realize, like, damn, you understand. Like, that came from me. Yeah, it's yeah. like this human that came from me, and they look up to me so much. And yeah. I can see the tendencies that they have of me. They want to be, they want to be a performer. Like, well, mm-hmm. I'm speaking for myself. I know myself. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he can see that I've been places. I know it's gonna inspire him, and naturally he gonna want to be better than dad. Cause dad, oh, like nigga, fuck out of here, nigga. Mm-hmm. I can be better than that. <laughs> so I'm like. I'm just feeding that. Like, yeah, I did this and this and this. Like, you can do it too. So that's that's the, that's my own. That's the point of me living now. Like, you can do it too. Not only my son, but black kids. Period. Mm-hmm. So that's all. That's all I'm living for, man. So hey, man, how long you been do doing this shit. podcast, man? This podcast for um about maybe two weeks. But I had I had podcast. It used to be called artist artist to artist. Cause um I hate being called the rapper because niggas just assume a bunch of shit when you call the Big rapper. Fact. Big facts. Yeah. So I would be me calling myself an artist. I would look for other people that would call themselves an artist and really understand this shit. You know. So I, we we would have one on one conversations about this shit. But I was just doing shit just to do shit. But now I know how to do it. If that makes sense. Big you know fact. So that, I basically rebranded and rebranded uh what I used to do and shit this is what it is now and I'm doing this shit forever till I die. <laughs> Hell yeah bro. Hell yeah that's big fan. Uh, I yeah. fuck with podcasts man. Podcasts is a wave man. Yeah it's basically radio like yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if um you ever tried to get something popping and you need a promotion because every music artist needs promotion. Mm-hmm. Like I looked into that shit. I know the prices I know what niggas charging I know what they want. Mm. I'm basically trying to be that, but for free with niggas I fuck with. Mm-hmm. Like, you search your name up, niggas gonna click on the podcast. And the fact mm-hmm. that you did it for free and actually with somebody you fucked with, that's, I would, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. This, this shit I'm doing is expensive, but I'm doing it for free for 
people I fuck with, man. Yeah, man, that's, that's that's love. That just shows how much you have a passion for it, you know. And people gotta respect that. If they don't respect it, then they need to get out of the room. Yeah, honestly, it is what it is. Bro. Yeah, at this at this point, <laughs> you just said it, bro. That's how I go with life, man. It is what it is. I'm even yeah. like that when it comes to um, when it comes to just people in general. I'm at a point where <laughs> I preach about you either got it in you or you don't. And and if you don't got it in you at that moment, that don't mean you can never have it. You yeah. gotta go find it, but but I'm tired of trying to explain myself to people or preach to people or have them understand who they are from within. Yeah, and they don't and they don't, and they don't go 100 percent with themselves on it. Like you give more energy to them than they give to themselves. I'm so past yeah, that okay. now, bro. So now I'm at the point where it's either you got it or you don't. And if you don't got it, that don't mean you can't have it. You can still you can still get it, but it's either you, at this point it's either you got it in you or you don't. That's all yeah. the time I move off. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is, and there's nothing wrong with that. God, there's nothing wrong with that. It's cutthroat out here now, man. Why is that rough? Like, bro, I can't keep rough. telling you what's up and you keep doing what you're doing. Like, you're wasting my time. Yeah. Real shit, that's bro. all it is. nothing mean. Like, that's just, that's just what it is. Like, I got a life. Life is getting too rough, bro. Life is getting way too rough for the BS, man. You start... We start seeing what our parents be talking about. <laughs> I, bro, I swear to God. <laughs> boy, it's just like God. a repeat. It's a repeat. It's a repeat, no. boy. I don't know Every when day. the generation is going to catch on, bro. Well, we got we to gotta start getting to a point where the younger generations out there, they got to start catching on what we catching on Yo. at an early age. <laughs> it takes us too – we be too late when we catch on. Hell, yeah. But life going to kick your ass real quick. What, man? <laughs> And you sound like an old nigga when you say that, but it's so true. It's so facts, bro. It's It's so (laughs) real. Cause like you disrespect the life. You look back at yeah, disrespect the life. Like your mind can make you think what you want, but Mm -hmm. these laws ain't fucking playing with you. Right? Right. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. You gotta face reality. If you don't, you're gonna be living in this mystical fucking world that don't exist, and the police Mm -hmm. not gonna understand that shit, and Bill's not gonna understand that shit. You Mm -hmm. have to listen to certain niggas, bro. You just have to. It's like, well, you can still be free, but you have to know reality. And that's yeah, what that, I want to teach. That's structure. Yeah. That's structure. Yeah. Hey, well, you can do what you want, but know the rules, at least. Yeah. <laughs> but Boy, speaking of, bro, yeah. um, you, you, you drive a Monte Carlo, right? That's facts. Uh, on some more weird universal shit. I swear to God, since I was about 14, 15 years old, that's been my dream car. That Monte I Carlo? To drive. I swear to Monte Carlo, <laughs> 2007, bro. That's the oh, only yeah. car I ever wanted in my life. Uh, the fact that, that boy got taste. Hell yeah. That boy got taste. That's all I saw. Me. Hey, I was crazy. You know, it's crazy to, um, personally for me. I was always, I've been since like 2019 for a fact, I've been always trying to depict on, you know, when, when artists come up, certain artists that uh, we that came before us type thing, you know, they always got that signature car that they was always whipping in on their ground, yeah, yeah. making it to the game. So I was always like, man, I'm going to get me a nice old school Benz on my way coming up as I'm like, like as I'm a still independent you know, underground, not known guy, but I'm hustling. Yeah. I want to make sure people know I'm pulling off in that whip. Like, I'm doing my thing, grinding to get there type shit, manifesting it. So I was always like, man, I'm finna give me an old school Benz. Then it went from an old school Benz to like a presidential 
uh, Cadillac, like the ones the presidents be in, the long ones. Hell yeah, to, uh, motherfucking Buick. Yeah, to a, to, a, to, a, to a party to a party at GT. I was just oh, all yeah. over the place, and then something told me like, nah, all these cars just ain't. At the time, I was keep switching because I'm like, nah, they ain't fitting me. They ain't fitting me until yeah. the beginning of this year. I ain't never thought about a Monte Carlo, but the minute I <laughs> seen one on my screen, I just stopped and looked at it. I'm like. <laughs> and, and, and then it hit me because, like, um, I went. I found my brand. I found myself as an artist in the city of Daytona Beach, Florida, and um, that's Shut home up. of Na- that's home of NASCAR. And NASCAR uses yeah. Monte Carlos. Yeah, so like, I was like, I was like, I'll be going again. I was like, that was that that was the answer, guys. I felt like that was God putting that answer in my face. Like, done. This is what you supposed to ask. Why you have to <laughs> figure out what car you wanted because. Everything you started the brand in, the city you started the brand in is where they race cars called the Martin Carlos. I'm like, yeah, I got to get a Martin Carlos. That represents Daytona yeah, in general. Hell yeah. I got to get one. And I swear to God, like, when Lil Wayne was reaching his prime, Monte Carlos was all you seen at the, at the, mm-hmm. at the, at the time. <laughs> and and just the name alone, just the name alone is a brand. Yeah, Monte bro. Carlos is hard. <laughs> just that, that name. You don't ever get tired of saying that name. Yeah, and it was like a great racer at one point. Like mm-hmm. even niggas knew about him. We had no business watching NASCAR. We was like, yeah, that nigga Monte Carlo, yeah, he fast. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, Ain't no shit about shit. that. Nigga. Real shit, bro. That, that shit hard. And um, what's crazy too? I was uh when I got back from Dallas, I picked up a a two day event volunteer job at the NASCAR place, and I was working for the NASCAR. Uh, Speedway and during the race, and it was a great experience. That was my first time ever even dealing with a NASCAR race or even seeing a NASCAR race, and um, it was so crazy and big to me because uh, I didn't realize how big NASCAR was globally until that moment. Obviously, you see it all over TV, but in person, how packed out to be, and then currency was there too. But I didn't get to run into. Them. Oh damn! I I didn't get to run into them though, bro. Cause um, I got off. It was a, it was a, the first day when I got off the uh. Out the race, when I got to the crib, I went on my phone just chilling and scrolling. Mike, I followed this nigga. So I'm following, I'm looking, I'm scrolling. He pop up, it's a video of him um, walking down a tunnel that looked very familiar. And I seen his caption, his uh, location said NASCAR 500. I'm like, this nigga was here while I was working, bro. Are you serious? And I was like, bro, I was mind blown. Like, oh, I, I, it's hands down. I got to run into him tomorrow. That means he in town. Because it was, it was a two-day race. So after the first day, you're supposed to pick back up in the next morning. So I'm like, and I go back to work in the morning. I'm like, oh, hands down. I'm going to see him. You got me yeah. fucked up. I'm going to spend my whole day about to see him. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know if you remember, but in this, my first mixtape has just dropped. I shot at him out. and like, riding in the Chevy, I must think I'm spitter. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, I was, yeah. So I'm like, I'm trying to see this nigga. I'm trying to rap and everything. What's up? Like, man, next day, pulled up. And, you know, that, that, that luxury, lavish rapper life, that nigga, Caught a flight the next damn morning to Dallas. He had to go do a show. So I'm like, damn, uh, what is it meant to be? <laughs> but, hey, yeah. It was an experience. That money, I was in the same man. building. It was an experience, yeah. man. Hell yeah, being in the same vicinity as. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. It just showed me, man. And he created, um, he was promoting his shirt, bro. He got, you know, he got his Jet Life apparel that he be wearing. But he hey. did a collab with NASCAR. He did a, a collab NASCAR with uh he did a collab jersey with NASCAR and that shit hard. That shit was some that's what I'm saying. He slept on, bro. He slept on. I ain't gonna lie. People sleeping on his uh his legendary shit. What rapper you know 
is correlated with um with NASCAR. You feel me? Like yeah, just breaking those barriers. Just breaking those barriers. He ain't even speaking on it like that. He just dropping his merch. Yeah. You feel me? Like how you that goes back to what you said though. He ain't trying to be seen none of that. He's just being a human being. He's doing what he wanna do, making money doing how what he wants to do, making money how he wants to, man. Yeah. Wiz Khalifa was he, he wanna he, he a currency student. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. Damn, I gotta follow currency now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dead ass, bro. Dead ass, yeah, dead ass, bro. Definitely yeah, man. You stated you work for Adidas, bro. How is um Cause Kanye, how was Adidas? You know? uh, Adidas is nice, bro. I take um, cause my ultimate goal for me personally is um, you know, something I want to leave back for the kids myself is um, my legacy. I want to leave my legacy with my brand, with my clothing and things. So I um, I took this Adidas jobs just to really um, first and foremost, like shout out to Adidas for real, for real. Like me, especially me working with them now, like working for the company, I definitely got educated more on things, but. You know, one thing everybody has publicly known, Adidas has always showed love to uh, hip hop way For back sure. when, you know, way back when. Ye- definitely Kanye has been the, the biggest one to come out so far since even even past the past. But um, just studying, just been studying and working with them, you know, from them running, working with Run DMC, how Run DMC ran the show to uh, the show, shell toe shoes up and the sweatsuits. Yeah. You know, that type of era to uh, all the way to Pharrell coming out his own uh, collaboration with them. Then Beyonce just doing Ivy Park. And obviously Kanye did what he did with them for quite some time till now. And um, I look at it, I, I'm inspired by myself, obviously, because I'm part of hip hop. I'm, I'm a young artist coming up in the game and I got my own clothing brand. So I look at it like more than just a job. Like, this is my first time having something that I don't look at as a job. So it's like it's all about strategy. And I feel like for the, all the young people who, who will come across this podcast, hope they take that. Like, it's all about strategy, getting to getting to where you want to be in life. And like, this is one. This is one of the times I can finally first first foremost say I made I created a strategy for me to get where I need to go. Like, I'm comfortable with getting myself educated and learning more from a multi billion dollar company. So that way, when I finally open up my first store. I already got great experience and education on what I can do better for what I already know about my clothing brand. You know what I mean? Like, and just take game yeah. and things like that. And uh, that's what I basically do. And you get paid for it. You can't beat that. I get paid for learning. I get paid for ed- educating about retail. You know, I got my exactly. own, my own, uh, my own company that I want to have a actual brick and mortar one day with. I'm only online right now. So, me learning everything about the actual stores just benefit me right now because that's something I need experience in. So I'm just, you know, getting paid for learning. And it's like, you can't beat that. And Adidas, and um, put you on games too, man. If you work for Adidas, bro, I just got my second pair of free shoes in a month. No cap. Oh, <laughs> I just picked damn. them up yesterday. You get free shoes. You get 50% off online and in person, anywhere, anytime, any Adidas store, anywhere in the world, you get 50% off. Um, yeah. You get shoes quarterly, so you get like three or four pairs of shoes every year. It's, it's a big benefit. You get to wear, you know, Adidas is your clothing uniform that you wear to work. You don't got to worry about no certain type of uniform. You just got to show up wearing Adidas clothes, all Adidas out, and, you know, take care of the customers. Hey, trust me. I, for four years straight, I've been asking for an Adidas sponsor. I didn't know how to get this shit. Now I do. 
Hopefully For they real? sponsor it, nigga. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adidas is my number one clothing brand, bro. They they joggers. I I I can't live without it. Literally. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, no bullshit though. Yeah, they do got the best joggers. That's a fact. Ever That's of all fact. time, bro. They got the best joggers, bro. <laughs> them, joggers, them joggers slick, comfortable, smooth, all that. Yeah, slim fit, whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, bro. bro. Them hoes fit my ankles out. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucking, they just, the fact, niggas speculating that the fact they just cut ties with Kanye, that Adidas stocks about to go way. Nah, nah, nah. And I'm, and I'm glad you peaked that, too, because, like, outside of that, <clears throat> just the, you can just tell Adidas so, like, they just so care. Like, how you said, they... The, to your ankles, it fits good, and like they got the zip up pockets for you, so you can't lose shit. You can zip your pockets up, like yes, through, through, through their clothes. They show they they show you care, like these niggas really show you care. Like they make sure you straight when you're wearing their clothes. True, true, like, yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah, Adidas actually care about how the human body works. Real shit, <laughs> like yeah, real shit, bro. I got educated this week at work. We just got educated on fucking shoes. These niggas be. Be putting technology really into shoes, like they really put actual technology into shoes. Like they do, um, a re- recycled plastic. That's what they use to make create the shoes now. They used to, excuse me, they used to use corn, bro. Oh, they, they used to make shoes out of corn. How the fuck? God, that's what I said. <laughs> that's on dead ass. Like they, they be they get real down scientific when they shit. They don't play no bullshit. So. The price, just believe if if it has a good little penny on it, if it has a good price on it, just know it's for a reason. They ain't bullshitting you. It's something that's gonna benefit your ass through wearing that clothes. Like no cap. Like they Oh hell yeah. Yeah, like that's the reason why they do charge. So because uh, these Adidas joggers I'm wearing, I, I bought these hoes at least three years ago and they, they ain't faded yet. So Exactly. Quality is there. Quality <laughs> most like best believe. <laughs> best believe. Up here up apart to Nike for sure. Yeah, man. For sure. Nike just, they got Michael Jordan, so it's like, you can't be Mike, bro. I don't know. Like, right. And Michael <laughs> by himself, he can step away from Nike and still be lit. Uh, last question I had was, um, your last release, uh, your last release project. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you learn anything going forward after releasing it, yeah. Like, um, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, I did. Um, I think the first thing is I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna practice on not putting a date on things, on like releasing things. Yeah. I think, I think that puts unnecessary pressure on me. It puts unnecessary pressure on me. Uh, to release it on a date, I. I, I just picked out randomly or something. Um, two, I learned to pre- be more patient, prepare more, prepare more on the full, the full uh, vision for people to get. And like, there's some things I kind of lacked on for people to get the full vision off. Like, for example, when I dropped the project, I should have, I should have. Uh, at least, like, how I'm saying now, okay, before the end of the year, I want to at least do a podcast or do, like, a real. Honestly, I should have had those things already in the vault, in the stash, as I was getting ready to drop the project. So being more 
having more things in the arsenal basically to say is um have everything full quantity wise of what I'm promoting towards with the mixtape, like what else the mixtape has value for and make sure people see those uh, values beside uh, the, the outside the mixtape on, on spot rather than, you know, me trickling down months later to show the access of value towards it. You know what I mean? So um, those are the two things I learned, just time, better time management and, and um, preparation. But it, it, it's not even a bad project at all no not at all i'm very i'm very happy i executed um it's always a dub to me when i execute the project i wanted to be how the way i wanted to be executed from the cover to the songs to the vibe it was all executed hell yeah and that's all that that's the story it happened exactly (laughs) historic as hell i'm gonna look back at that shit and just be like, yeah, you're, I already knew I was on the way. Like, looking back at my first mixtape, it showed me the growth. It showed me where I can go with it. You know what I mean? Finding my sound officially. That's what my mixtape did was bring out my sound. I ain't really knew my sound until I dropped a, a, a good body of work. Like, I dropped two EPs before my first mixtape, which was like four songs, five songs. This right here was, you know, 13 or 14 songs and all different vibes and different uh tempos so it was it was it was me finding my voice and my lane really that was the start of it you know and uh this yeah this next project that i'm gonna drop um is continuing right off of that so i'm just in the now i'm truly in, can say i'm in the process of cur- uh, perfecting my sound you know it went from trying to find my sound to now I'm trying to perfect my sound so yeah if, if, if we move in them steps then we winning you know what i'm saying we elevating we elevating going up oh uh, yeah Surprised to get to get three stars off one of your first projects that's streaming mm-hmm. on DSP, bro. That's trust me, that's God. Like, <laughs> appreciate it, bro. I, I know niggas who've been doing this shit and can't even garner one star. I think you're like, yeah, I see you. Stars I, see big. You, I see you do. You do info on that. You get in detail with that. You know that shit. Yeah, bro, I, I pay attention to people who pay attention to me. I'm gonna just feel gotcha. like that. Gotcha. It's important to pay attention to your analytics. You know? Niggas yeah. won't be like, oh, I, I know what's up. Like that, I'm cool. Like, nah, nigga. No. <laughs> Look at exactly. your numbers. Look at what works. <laughs> like, it's, it's okay, bro. Like, yeah. look at what works. I don't... It's okay to study. What the fuck is... You know what I'm saying? But anyway, bro. You you got it, bro. Just... I can tell you, you one of the human beings that want to learn... And want to get better at this shit, and you're not just doing this shit like, oh, I can do that, nigga. Move. Yes, sir. Like, no, nah, them, them type of niggas always fail. But if you're willing to always want to learn and always want to continue to get better, you will be better. You gonna succeed from this shit. You yes. one of those people, bro. Appreciate you, bro. That's that's much love, man. Yeah. That's much love, man. Shout out to Wolf, man. Giving niggas they flowers and shit, <laughs> man. Late at night, man. You know that shit. Y'all better stop playing with that nigga, man. He stay giving flowers. <laughs> this is where the real talk happens. He ain't even got to, man. He got his own family. He ain't even got to worry about y'all niggas, and he's still showing love. Y'all better appreciate <laughs> this, man. He ain't uh, got to be out here bullshitting with y'all. Yeah, <laughs> real shit. But, hey, y'all, please fuck with my nigga B-Swan. I met him personally. Uh, uh, B-Swan underscore Lotus. On Instagram. Yes, sir. Please follow him. Yeah, Lee's gonna hear your voice for sure, my nigga. 
All right, appreciate you, bro. No doubt, I'll be on the lookout, man. Thank you again, bro. For real, thank you a lot. All right, bro. All right, I'll chop it up with you. Bash, stay safe out there, my nigga. All right, you too. Bad, bro.